This is the Everyday Mind Podcast, the place where we come together to talk about living a life of notice, creating more connected relationships, and ditching the hustle as you establish the life and business you've always wanted. I'm Naftali Roberts, your host and guide, as we journey together exploring the everyday mind. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello. And welcome to episode three of the Everyday Mind Podcast. I'm so excited to talk about mindfulness today because mindfulness has become such a popular word thrown around a lot lately. I thought it was really important to have a quick conversation and chat about what mindfulness is, what it isn't, and why it's important. And then really talk about, is it possible and realistic if you're busy, if you have a lot going on, if you feel overwhelmed, overworked, and stuck in a life and business where there doesn't feel like there's enough of anything available. But before we get started, I wanted to mention a few very important pieces of information. First, if you're listening to this episode either late April or early May of 2019, then I definitely want you to head on over to our giveaway page. We are doing a launch giveaway right now, and there's lots of amazing prizes and gifts and ways that you can earn points. So definitely head on over to naftaliroberts.com forward slash giveaway. The link to that will also be in the show notes. Also, if after the episode today, you are very interested in learning a little bit more about how you can practically live a life of notice, start doing this mindfulness thing that we're going to talk about today, then I want to encourage you to head on over to naftaliroberts.com and check out my three methods guide to leaving behind hustle and starting to live out your purpose in your day-to-day life. This is going to be an excellent place for you to start if you want to start living a life of notice and aren't sure where to start. The guide gives you three easy methods that you can use for reels, even if you aren't sure if and how mindfulness works. But you're going to understand a lot more about that after this episode today. So without further ado, let's start here. What is mindfulness? If you listened to episode one already, then you know that mindfulness is most simply put, living a life of notice. It is a practice or approach to thinking and being where you are and noticing events and your thoughts and sensations and emotions in a neutral way. It is learning, and this is the part that takes lots and lots of practice to observe things in a really neutral way. Some other ways I've heard it described that I love is living in what is as opposed to what if, getting freed from habit and reactivity, focusing on the moment, loving awareness. I really, really love that one because for a really long time, I was aware but harsh. I was harsh on what I perceived I wasn't living up to in terms of my plans or standards. That's why I really love that concept of loving awareness. It can also be described as prayerfulness and awareness that doesn't take side. So that's a really basic understanding of what mindfulness is. Now, what mindfulness isn't is a little bit more complicated. Because it is such a popular term right now, it's such an 
idea that's just out there. I feel like I can't go a single day, even if I'm not talking to myself, without hearing about mindfulness. And I think that there's a lot of ideas that are out there that are creating ideals and expectations around mindfulness that are just not helpful. So number one, mindfulness is not complicated or a specific predetermined path of one specific way to do mindfulness the right way. There are a lot of different approaches that work for some and not for others. There's some general starting points that work for a lot of us, but hear me when I say this. It is not going to be another place for you to have a checklist that gets you a gold star in mindfulness. I've so been there in my life before I really understood what living a life of notice was and what mindfulness was. And y'all, it's not fun and it's not what I want for any of you. So I need you to understand it's not one specific path. There's not one specific way. So if you are looking for a few places to start, then I'm going to encourage you to head on over to that three methods guide that I talked about at the beginning of this episode, because it is going to give you three different ways that you can practice or kind of engage in different mindfulness activities that will just kind of grow your awareness. It's not like these are the best things that you're ever going to do and there's nothing else that you can do, but they're just three simple methods that so many of the clients that I've worked with as well as myself have practiced and they're really simple and you can do them in a really short amount of time, which is why I throw them out there. So head on over there after you listen to this episode and download that because it's a great way to start, but it's not the only way because it doesn't have to be complicated. It's not just one thing. So what it's not, number two, it's not just about meditation. Meditation, which is just the act of often slowing down and listening to your breath, listening to your thoughts, and then listening to maybe a pre-recorded idea or mantra is a way that people practice mindfulness, but it's not the only way. So if you get in a conversation with someone or someone's talking about mindfulness and they're like, well, I don't really like meditation, then you can let them know that that's not the only way. Because remember, there's not only one way to be mindful. So number three, what it isn't. Mindfulness is not about becoming someone else. I heard this quote a while back, and I'm sorry, I don't actually know who the quote's by. I couldn't find it. So if any of you guys know who this quote's by, definitely drop me a note so I can credit them the next time I say it. But the quote said, mindfulness is about spending some time with yourself and knowing a little something about who that is. So when we practice mindfulness and deepen our capacity for awareness and compassion, we morph fully become who we already are. We get to know more about ourselves and we become aware of our relationships to our thoughts and feelings and our habitual reaction to people and experience and events in our lives. Mindfulness is not about necessarily changing who you are, but instead heightening the strengths that you already have within you 
and becoming aware of those places that you get tripped up on. That's it. Just becoming more aware. Mindfulness is not about number four is mindfulness is not about spacing out or escaping. I think this is the idea that only frustrates me the most. I see all these pictures of mindfulness and it's always this woman sitting on the mountaintop with no one else around her and there's a sunset happening and she's in a yoga pose and it's like become mindful. And I truly love this idea. I mean, who wouldn't want to be on a beautiful vista looking out over a valley. I love the moments when those happen in life and I mindfully delight in them, but it really drives me crazy. That is the concept that is kind of put out there in the world. And so I desperately want any of you guys listening to know that that is not the goal of mindfulness. Mindfulness truly at its core is about being in your day-to-day life in a really authentic and intentional way. So don't think that's just about getting out of the city or it's just about going to a yoga retreat. All of those things may be great for you, but it's not possible in your day-to-day life. So number five, mindfulness is not always about doing things slowly or quietly. This kind of goes along with number four. So we all have this picture of like this mindful human out in nature. And like I said, as much as that is nice, that is not the base of what mindfulness is. Sometimes you mindfully move faster in response to something that your body or your mind or your thoughts or your people are kind of putting out there and you listen and you make a decisive and attuned response. That is being mindful. Now that doesn't have to be done in a really slow manner. Actually, mindfulness make making a decision happen quicker sometimes, oftentimes, in fact. So mindfulness, get it out of your mind that mindfulness means that you're in this really slow, la-di-da approach to life. Sometimes that happens because you find this peace within yourself, just this peaceful interaction with yourself, I think is what I'm kind of wanting to say. So why is mindfulness and practices of living a life of notice important at all? Why, if you are a busy, maybe parent, maybe you're a busy entrepreneur, maybe you are working in corporate and you have a side hustle, why would you even spend any time thinking about this? So there's so many benefits and honestly, they are recognizing benefits for mindfulness each and every day. So I can't even go into all of them, but some of the ones that we know right now that really stand out to me are decreased stress, feeling less irritable, agitated, easily annoyed, less argumentative and defensive with family and friends, decrease in restless sleeping, less self-critical or critical of other, having a less difficult time concentrating, blood pressure concerns can be changed, headaches and migraines go away, lowered levels of anxiety, decreased levels of depression, increased levels of productivity, and all over increased higher levels of brain functioning. That's a long list. And there's even more. That was just the base of the ones that I could think of. So 
It's beneficial and it's beneficial in every area of our life. So why am I even talking about? I'm talking about this because you are important to me and I want you to know that mindfulness and living a life of notice is important. So I first heard about mindfulness briefly. We're gonna talk about this briefly in graduate school. And I remember my professor, Sissy, hey, Sissy, if you're listening, talking about mindfulness and what it was and taking us through what I'm sure was a breathing exercise, probably some progressive muscle relaxation. And as she would guide us through it, I remember feeling so uncomfortable. The silence was deafening and getting in tune with what I was thinking and what I was feeling was something I didn't want to do. Remember, I'm in graduate school for a master's in clinical psychology at the time. You would think I would be comfortable, but I was so comfortable with other people's thoughts and feelings that did not necessarily mean I was comfortable with my own. At that point in my life, I had a pretty solid relationship with like avoiding my own thoughts and feelings. For so long, I had believed that what I thought and what I felt was probably irrational or not logical. There were a lot of beliefs I had surrounding that. I'm sure I'll talk about that more in upcoming episodes. But just knowing that I had done a really great job of creating this beautiful identity for myself where I took care of a lot of other people and I appeared to be vulnerable, but only to the point that it allowed people to open up because I really did value that, but never to the point where I had to get real with what I was feeling, what I was thinking, and what my body and my mind was saying to me. So flash forward a little bit, I go through a lot of events in my life that I kind of dabble in mindfulness, I dabble in feeling my feelings, But it wasn't until my late 20s where I really started to walk towards mindfulness. And I'm not sure I can pinpoint the moment that shifted for me. As I was preparing for this episode, I was like, what shifted? What made the change? And I can't really say. I know that part of it was getting involved with a group of friends who were walking a similar journey. And that's why I think it is so important to find those people, whether it is in real life or digitally, finding people that are taking that journey. Because When they are being authentic and real with their feelings and their thoughts and they're not judging, it starts to open things up. I do remember this moment that I know that it was still when I was not super comfortable, but I was at a fire pit event with some friends and there were people that I worked with right after college. I worked with some amazing people at a group home. And I remember this moment, and this was before grad school, so this timeline doesn't totally match up, but I think the story is important as it illustrates kind of where I was at and where maybe where a lot of you were at. So I'm sitting around the fire pit, and we're talking, we're doing those silly questions where it's like, your favorite this or your top three vulnerable moments. And I remember feeling so sad and so lonely because there was this deep longing to just be me and yet I couldn't go there. And so I remember then when I started being mindful that night 
even though it was years later at that point, just flooding back into my memory and just being sad that younger me hadn't been comfortable with being real and noticing. And I don't think I realized that people could feel comfortable with that. I knew that some people seemed more comfortable with it, but I kind of believed at the inside or on the inside that they felt the same way that I did. So why now? Why talk about it on the podcast? Why do a podcast called The Everyday Mind? The reason is this. I want to live in a world where each of us knows that it is possible to take unexpected journeys towards life and business growth. I know that mindfulness and a life of notice is key in creating a beautiful, balanced, and aligned life, a life where productive and purposed movement take place in symphony with a balanced life where you're connecting and creating in a life where overwhelmed and overworked and all over the place is no longer what you want to accept as what has to be in your life and business. I would encourage you as you continue to journey with us here on the podcast and also in our community that you just stop and you take a moment and you ask yourself, do you want to live in that world too? Do you want to live in a world where you believe and know on a daily basis Not that you are living in perfection and not that you never feel overworked or choose overworked and not that you never choose overwhelmed or not that you never feel discomfort or sad. Within a mindful life, you feel the highs and the lows because you're aligned and you notice that. But I want you as we set out on this journey together to ask yourself, do I want to know? Do I want to tune in? And notice who I am and notice what I feel and the beauty of that. And then take those things and grow my life and my business from that place. If you do want to take that journey, I'm so excited to go on that journey with you. I know that it's going to be beautiful. I know that it's going to be uncomfortable sometimes, but I am so excited that we are in this together. If you are looking for a community of people that is going to talk a little bit more this week about mindfulness and then always talks about living a life of notice and being on purpose, definitely head on over to my Facebook community, the On Purpose Life and Business. The link will also be in the show notes. Also, remember that if you want to start taking this mindful journey and you're like, where do I start? Definitely go head on over to the website and download the three methods guide today. Until next time, 